Well, good morning, River City Church. Uh, glad to get to be with you again this morning through the power of the internet, even though we're not able to be together in person. And, and I just want to let you know I've been praying for you this week, that God would be meeting you in whatever situations and circumstances you find yourselves going through, and, and that he'd be empowering you to live each day trusting him and relying on him. So not only that you'd be able to experience the peace that he offers, but also that you'd be able to point others towards that peace as well. And and so I've been praying that for you. I've been praying that for myself, for my family as well. And, and I don't know about you, but it feels like some days have gone uh, better than others with all of that over here at Pepin HQ. And, and I was just wrestling with that reality this week and, and thinking about how to encourage us as a church. I just felt like God was graciously leading me to uh, Psalm 121. And it's a familiar passage to many of us. It speaks about uh, God being the source of the help that we need, but but it stuck out to me in a new way this week. And and so I wanted just to spend a few minutes taking a look at that short passage together with you and just asking the question, uh, encouraging us to all ask the question, where are we looking to for help? Who or what or where are we looking for help in the midst of the situations and the circumstances that we find ourselves in these days? And, and, and just ask the question, is that God or is that something else? And so to that end, let's pray and, and then let's dive into Psalm 121 together this morning. God, uh, we just come to, to before you this morning, and we just really say that we need you. Uh, we need you to lead us and guide us uh, in our lives each day. We need you to help us to hear from you this morning and to hear from your word. And, and so we just ask humbly that your word would speak to us, that you would speak to us through it this morning, and, and that it would be uh, a good word that, that soothes our souls, a good word that, that challenges us, that helps us. And God, we, just, we need you, and we need you to speak to us through your word. And so we, we pray that you would this morning. We love you, God. Thanks that you've loved us and given us your word so that we would know you. Help us to know you more this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, we're going to be uh, taking a look at Psalm 121 together, just eight short verses. Uh, reads this way. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is a, your shade at your right hand. And the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm and he will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. Psalm 121 is a part of a set of psalms called the Songs of Ascent. And they were psalms that God's people would sing together as they journeyed to Jerusalem for one of the many festivals that were had there throughout the year. And for many, the path to Jerusalem was full of all kinds of danger and uncertainty. They could slip on one of the many steep hills. They could be sunburnt or dehydrated by the long walk in the scorching heat of the Middle Eastern sun. Or they could become sick by sleeping outside on cold nights. They could be harmed by robbers or bandits because the roads weren't well guarded. You see, the question this psalm answers is in the midst of all that kind of danger and uncertainty, where, where can you look for help? Where can you look to for safety and security and peace? You see, and while the direct context of this psalm has to do with a literal journey, it speaks to the greater reality uh, of the many uncertain and potentially dangerous paths we walk through over the, in the journey that we have every day in our lives. Not unlike the situation that we face in our world today, which is full of uncertainty and danger. And yet this psalm points us to the one place that we can find the help we need for every road that we walk down. Verse 1 begins, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? 
My help comes from the Lord. He's the maker of heaven and earth. Like we talked about last week, God's sovereign. He's in control. Every threat that arises, every journey that is made, it's made in a world that God made and one that he rules supreme in. Again, that doesn't mean that God causes harm or evil, but but it does mean that nothing happens without God knowing it, without him allowing it. But the psalm doesn't just remind us that God is all-powerful. It reminds us that he watches over us. Six times the passage says that he keeps us or he watches over us. Verse 3 and 4 tells us that he doesn't sleep, that he doesn't slumber. See, the, the source of the help that we need is both our sovereign creator and our steadfast companion. See, like we saw last week in Isaiah 40, God is sovereign, but he is also good. You see, the reality is that when you become a Christian, you don't step into a magic bubble of a life without problems. The, the Bible describes the Christian life as a battle, as a, as a race, in this, in this place as a, as a journey, a treacherous journey even. And on this journey, the, the Christian is exposed to all the same sorts of troubles as any other people are. Injuries, illnesses, accidents, danger. The difference is, is that as a Christian, we're not alone. You see, the, the Lord is with us at all times, watching over us, guarding us, keeping us, helping us. You see, the, the promise of help that we see in this passage isn't that nothing bad will ever happen to us. But it's that no, no injury, no, no illness, no accident, no distress, no matter how bad, can upset God's purposes for us, can, can separate you from his protecting presence, or, or can do a lasting harm to, to, our, to our souls. Paul writes in Romans chapter 80, he says, Who shall separate us then from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, he says, in, in all these things we're more than conquerors. He, he goes on to say, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels or demons nor the present or future or powers or height or debt nor any other thing in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, the reality is that God proved his love for us by dying in our place on the cross but also that he proved his power to save us and to keep us, to help us by rising from the dead. You see, and it's when, when we cling tightly to those promises that we can find the help that we need to sustain us. But, but the problem is that instead of looking to the Lord for help, we, we often turn to other things in times of uncertainty or insecurity or chaos. Instead of looking to God, we often look to the idols of comfort or control or power or approval for help. The problem is that they can never give us the help that they offer. God was gracious to help me see this week that there have been some days where, where I've looked to him for help. But there have also been clearly some other days when I've been looking to something else. And, and for me, the, that's been the idol of comfort that I've been tempted to look to. That's looked like using projects or entertainment in an effort to distract myself from that overwhelmed feeling that kind of creeps up when I think about all that's going on in the world around us. Instead of bringing that to God and talking with him about it. It's looked like in those moments of downtime during the day or after the kids go to bed, just desiring to stare at a screen instead of pressing into the hard work of shepherding my family well or caring for their needs. And as I look back on the last two weeks, what I realize is that, that the times I've looked to comfort for help, I've been characterized by a sense of unrest and frustration and, and even boredom sometimes. But but in the times where instead I've been looking to God for help, I've been I've noticed I've been characterized by patience and by peace and by, by an intentionality. You see, and I just want to invite you to ask the, the question this morning. Where have you been looking for help to face whatever you're going through? 
You see, maybe you, you find yourself facing fear or worry or anxiety because the, the world or even just your world seems out of control. And instead of turning to God for help, you've been looking to the idol of control for help. You've been, you're going to deal with that sense of, of feeling like so much is out of control by attempting to control everything that you possibly can. You're just going to buckle down and control all the, all the variables to keep you and your family healthy and safe. You're going to make the best plan ever for keeping your kids on track with school or whatever kind of developmental goals you have for them. You're, you're going to stock up on way more toilet paper than you really need because it's just one more thing you can control. But whatever you're finding, what you're finding is that instead of giving uh, giving you that peace and security that you're looking for, when you, when you, when you run to the idol of comfort, you're just getting more anxious. Because for everything you try to control, you, you find an ever-increasing list of things you can't control. And because even if you could control all the variables in your own life, you're realizing that you can't control the variables of other people and of their choices. And don't get me wrong here. It's not bad to think carefully about keeping your family healthy or or helping your kids keep learning, or, or even getting the Sam's Club-sized roll of toilet paper. But, but those things can't save you. They can't rescue you from fear and worry. See, only God can do that. Maybe, maybe you're just worried about your job or your finances, and instead of looking to God for, for, your, for help, you're, you're looking to the idol of approval, and you're just trying desperately to make sure that your boss is pleased with you, and that the work you're doing from, for him at home is even better than, than everyone else is doing. And and again, don't get me wrong, it's, it's not bad to work hard, especially in a season of unique working situations, but, but the approval of your boss is not the source of security of your job or your financial well-being. You see, you see God is. Maybe you're worried about the health of, of the people around you that you love or people that are far away from you that you love. And instead of looking to God for help, you're looking to the idol of power. And if people would just listen to you and if they would just follow your instructions, then you could keep them safe. You see, and it's not wrong to check in on those that you love or even encourage them to practice good hand-washing techniques, but, but it's not your watching over them that's going to keep them safe. You see, it's God's watching over them that can. You see, and instead, if you rely on your own watching, then you're just going to be anxious and worried. You're going to, or even angry when people don't follow your instructions. You see, you see, when we look to something other than God to be our help, it will always fail us. You see, the author of this psalm, he was on a journey. He was contemplating where he could look for help along the way. Where he could look for safety and security in the midst of uncertainty and danger. And, and he looks up and he sees the mountains. He sees them as pictures of security and stability. But, but it's not the mountains themselves that can offer him help. It's the creator of the mountains themselves. And I want to encourage you this morning. Comfort and power and control and approval, they can seem like stable mountains we can look to for security and help. Well, the truth is, is that that creation can never give us what only the creator offers. You see, only God has the help that we need. In this psalm, it reminds us that he offers it to us. That the God who is sovereign and good, the creator and ruler of all things, he has the help that we need. And so I want to invite you this morning to ask the question, where are you looking for help? And so that you might be able to choose to turn to him to look for the help that you need. And so that, um, let's pray. God, uh, we need you. We need your help. We need the help that only you can provide, that only you can offer. And, and so, God, we just humbly ask as we walk through this season of un um, uncertainty, of insecurity, it feels that easy to be full of fear and worry and, and anxiety. God, we, we need the help that only you can give. 
And so we're grateful that on the cross you proved to us that you love us, but also that you have the power to help us and rescue us and save us. And so, God, we pray that you'd help us to turn to you. Help us, help us to see the, the, the lie of, of comfort and approval and of power and control as places that offer security but really can't give it to us. God, instead, you're the, you're the one place we can run to for help. Thanks that the help that you offer is exactly what we need and that you offer it to us, God, that, that, you, that you give it to us, that you, that, you, that, you, that you willingly lay it before us if we would come to you. And so, God, help us to look to you, uh, the source of our help, the creator of the heavens and the earth. God, we need you. Help us to look to you. Amen.